Hi friends, Alex here, and I am your host for the You Might As Well podcast. I am a recovering perfectionist and registered nurse pushing 30, who's simply taking the twists and turns of life one nap at a time. I'm here to document the highs, the lows, and everything in between as authentically as possible. Are you looking for a type A bestie to talk shit with? Or maybe you need to hear from someone who's on their own journey so you can realize we're more alike than you think. If that sounds like you, then you might as well keep listening because every Wednesday I'm bringing you relatable ass content. So grab your iced white mocha or your $3 Trader Joe's bottle of Merlot and let's fucking go. Hello guys. Hi, welcome back to my podcast. I'm so happy that you're here. The title of today's episode is Control Alt Delete. If you've ever had a Windows computer, then you know that that basically fixes everything. (laughs) It resets your computer basically if it's lagging or running slow or kind of going haywire by force quitting some of the apps that are open and not responding. And wouldn't it be nice if we could control alt delete our brains sometimes? (laughs) So that's what we're going to be talking about today is just kind of figuring out how to reset when your brain is going against what you want to be thinking about or you feel like you are stuck in a mindset shame spiral, which has happened to me on many occasions. So uh, like I started doing on the last episode, I'm going to start today's episode with a gratitude practice and affirmation. And so I will just go ahead and open up my journal and let you guys know what I'm grateful about today. I wrote that I am very grateful for our new patio. We have been remodeling the backyard. Actually, we hired somebody to remodel the backyard and they worked really, really quickly. And within two weeks, it's kind of like brand new and it's so pretty and We're just installing the new furniture and stuff that we've been buying, and it's just such a nice and cozy space. It was a complete mess. The furniture that was out there was rotted and disgusting, and we didn't really keep up with it. And I'm just excited to have a new space where I can kind of go outside and maybe do some grounding work, which is when you go outside barefoot and your feet touch the grass. And there's just a lot of health benefits that go into grounding work. I highly recommend that you look into that. I'm excited to do that. And I'm excited to sit out on the couch on a morning where the weather's nice and maybe do my morning routine out there. So very grateful for that. I'm also grateful for a lunch that I had with an old friend yesterday. This is a friend that I knew throughout college and we were very, very good friends. And over time, as life happens, you know, you start to distance yourself from people. And we recently reconnected and we were able to get together and just catch up. And it was really, really nice to chat with her. So I'm grateful for that. And lastly, I'm grateful for fresh starts. I'm grateful for each new day that comes where you are able to just if, you know, if the week hasn't been going as planned or if yesterday didn't go as planned and is just kind of weighing down heavily on you, I'm so grateful that the new day is a fresh start. And we are awake this morning and we are able to just change everything about our lives today if we wanted to. Today could be day one. And so I'm very grateful for that. And then an affirmation practice that I wrote for myself today because funnily enough, I'm recording this episode about a rut that I was in a couple weeks back or maybe a a month back now at this point. But I'm kind of in in a similar rut now. And so... It's kind of funny because I'm talking to you not from the past perspective, but also from the present. And so something that I wrote to myself this morning as an affirmation is, I am the leading lady of my life. 
I decide what comes, what goes, and what I do to serve myself well. That was important for me to hear because I think so many times I can feel like I don't have control over what I'm doing, and that is absolutely not the case. I I have I don't have control over the things that happen around me, but I do have control over what I do with that information or how I react to my life. And so, yeah, that was my affirmation for today. So I guess we can get started on the episode now. So like I mentioned, I kind of was in a rut about a month ago and kind of in a similar rut now. And I wouldn't be surprised if this is something cyclical regarding my menstrual cycle, if you know what I mean. Because so many things can be attributed to our menstrual cycles and the hormones that fluctuate within the different phases of our cycle. So I would not be surprised if this is the case. I recently removed my IUD and so my hormones are just kind of balancing themselves out right now. And something that I have noticed is that I wrote an outline for what I wanted to talk about this episode, I want to say like maybe a month ago. And at that point, I was writing about something that had happened to me about a week prior or two weeks prior. And now I'm kind of in the same mindset. And so I wouldn't be surprised if that were a cyclical thing that was happening, you know, around the same time of my cycle every month. But I realized something in a rut a few weeks back and ruts will still happen. Okay. I am very much in a better place than I was a year or two years ago. I've done a lot of work to uh, get myself in a better place and I'm taking medication, but I'm just trying to tell people, whoever's out there who thinks, you know, that there's a magic pill or, you know, something that you can do or take that's going to magically make you feel better for the rest of your life. There's no such thing and there's no such thing as happiness all the time and there's no such thing as perfection and mental health. So I, I'm doing so much better than I was a year, two years ago, but I still have ruts. But what's good about doing the work is that you start to gain tools to help you when you're in the rut along the way, right? So whereas maybe at the beginning of your journey, you were in a rut and it took you a little bit longer to get out of it because you didn't know how to get out of it. Now I'm able to recognize the rut when it comes and basically take steps like ABC that I've gained knowledge that these steps work for me and help me to get out of the rut so that I can get out of it quicker. And that's not to say that I don't believe in feeling your feelings because I absolutely do, but nobody wants to be a sad girl forever. So the rut that I was in was basically something that I find myself in often, if I'm being honest with you. It's basically related to like a shame. It's it's kind of like going on a shame spiral. That's the best way that I could describe it. And I started to get down on myself about not completing things. A lot of my mental health is correlated directly to my productivity. I wish that wasn't so, but when I am not doing things, if I'm not being productive according to, I don't even know, whatever my brain perceives as success or perfection, then I immediately start to doubt and question my worth. I was in, I had, I guess I had gone maybe a few days or a week where I just wasn't really in the mood to do anything. I wasn't motivated. I had a lack of energy and there were just things piling up around me. And then it got to a point where I started kind of finding myself in a negative feedback loop. And so I'm just going to define this for those of you who have never heard this phrase before or maybe are just getting started on their mental health journey and you really aren't aware of like what some of these things mean. And so 
A negative feedback loop is basically when the brain gets used to feeling a certain way. And I found this definition on themighty.com. When the brain gets used to feeling a certain way, it starts going there more and more because it's familiar and easy to get to. This is what's called a negative feedback loop. So it happens with a lot of things in your life that aren't necessarily like negative feedback loops aren't inherently bad. But like, let's say it's it's the same thing as building a habit, right? When you get used to working out five days a week, it becomes routine for you and you don't even have to think about it. And it's a familiar, easy place to get to. So that's a feedback loop. That would be a positive feedback loop probably. It's scientifically proven that when you think a negative thought, it is easier to get there than a positive thought. Like the neurons, like the connectivity between the cells in your brain to form a negative thought is much easier to do than it is to form a positive thought. And so unfortunately, (laughs) we just have to work that much harder to form a positive thought. And so I was experiencing a lot of these negative feedback loops. And what happens with this is that let's say you get a a negative thought, right? Or an, an anxious thought. In order to cope, then you avoid doing whatever it is that you're anxious about, right? So let's say I'm anxious about doing the laundry. I let it pile. I let it pile. And I avoid doing the laundry because I'm like, oh, I don't want to do the laundry. So even though avoiding doing the laundry in that moment makes me feel better because I don't have to do the laundry, in the long term, it makes it worse because it reinforces the belief that I am worthless and cannot do the laundry. And I don't get any positive experiences from doing the laundry, right? You do the laundry, you feel better about yourself, you want to do it more. Same thing, you 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 go work out, you feel better about yourself, you want to do it more. If you don't do that thing that you are building up in your brain as something bad, then it's telling your brain like, oh, good job, you saved me from doing something, you know, that was going to be harmful. And then it's it becomes even harder to do it the next time around. So that's basically a negative feedback loop in a nutshell. And I was I was kind of stuck in one for like, I want to say about a week or two, maybe a week and a half, in which my personal negative feedback loop was because I, <laughs> funny enough, I gave you the example already. I had a bunch of laundry piled up. I still do currently this week. I cannot get to it. I had at the moment my Halloween decor still outside the house. I had already... <laughs> emptied out my entire house of the Christmas decorations. So I had already put those away, but I still had like pumpkins outside my front door. (laughs) And every time I came home, I was like angry with myself that I had not put that shit away. Cause you know, you, when you build up something in your brain, it could be something so simple. It's only going to take like five minutes, but when you build up something in your brain, it just becomes so much harder for some reason and so much heavier. And suddenly you make yourself out to believe that it's going to take you longer or it's going to be this big thing, you know, and it's really not. And so I had piled up laundry. I had the Halloween decorations still out. I wasn't reading at night like I told myself that I would be doing because I started buying fiction books to help me prevent using my phone at night instead, you know, actually just kind of like unwinding and decompressing like watching TV, but in your brain. And I hadn't been doing that. I was actually using my phone or watching TV to go to sleep. And I wasn't doing, you know, my habits on a daily basis that I know make me feel better over time. And so it was basically like a lot of should-haves, right? The should-haves were weighing really heavily on me. And that's when, and I do that to myself all the time. It's constantly like, oh, I should, I should have gone to the gym. I should have done the laundry today. Like I had, I had five minutes to do it. I should have done that. I should have emptied the dishwasher this morning. Now the dishes are all piled up in the sink and now I have way more dishes to do. So 
things like that. And I'm using home chores as an example because it's kind of like the easiest thing that I feel most people struggle with doing. But there are a plethora of examples that I could use for this. And so lots of intrusive thoughts when it comes to this. And so to give you another definition, an intrusive thought is basically an unpleasant memory or idea that occurs often in a person's everyday thoughts and keeps him or her from thinking about other things. And so I've had intrusive thoughts with depression. That's a common occurrence as well as with anxiety. And I did kind of briefly go over this in my last episode, I think, where an example of an intrusive thought might be, you know, the thought of hurting someone, the thought of doing something violent or illegal, thoughts that cause doubt within your brain, right? Like I'm not good enough. And then just repeating yourself to that over and over again, even though you don't want to be thinking that, you know, unexpected, painful reminders about the past. So things like that, those are intrusive thoughts. It's when you just constantly be thinking something over and over again that you don't want to be thinking about. And it's funny because when I first started experiencing intrusive thoughts, I thought, well, if I just think about not wanting to think about it, it'll go away. But that actually makes it worse because then you're just, you're still thinking about it. (laughs) So I, this is what was happening to me, right? And my personal negative feedback loop or my personal cycle that I go into, it starts with me setting myself up for failure with a high expectation or an unattainable goal, right? What had happened to me that day is that I had woken up and I remember feeling so stressed because everywhere around me was clutter. I had seen the laundry bags piling up. Literally like the first thoughts waking up that day were like, my house is a mess. I didn't do anything I was supposed to do yesterday. Now all my chores are piled up. I can't believe that I did this to myself again. You know, everything's a mess in this house. And so while I was making myself coffee, I thought to myself, I'm just going to reset my life today. (laughs) I'm going to say that again for the people in the back. I'm just going to reset my life today. What a giant unattainable goal. Okay. I was like, I thought, I knew that I didn't really have much to do that day or I hadn't set myself up for success by making a plan for that day. So I sat there really while I was making my coffee and I really said to myself, I am going to do all six or seven loads of laundry that I have been piling up for the last two weeks. I'm going to clean every single dish. Everything's going to be perfect. I'm going to wipe down all the countertops. I'm going to remove all the clutter. I'm going to declutter my closets. I'm going to, you know, just completely unattainable goals. And obviously what happened, that didn't happen (laughs) because that's a completely overwhelming thought to have. Could you imagine? And so I set myself up for failure with these high expectations of perfectionism or unattainable goals. And then because I'm so overwhelmed by the unattainableness, unattainableness, inability to complete that goal in like five minutes time or in one day even, I procrastinate it or I don't do it at all. And then what happens is, is that from the procrastination or from not doing the chore at all, I start to shame myself and I start to be overloaded with guilt about feeling worthless or feeling like I don't amount to anything because like I said, my productivity is directly correlated to my mental health, unfortunately. So then I have these feelings of guilt. I have these feelings of shame and they take over my thought process for however long it ha- you know it happens for. And so then what happens is, is that I don't want to feel that way anymore. So I tell myself, oh, I'm going to make a big change. You know, I'm going to reset my life. And then thus starts the cycle again. So I don't know if anybody else has ever dealt with something like that. If you have, you know, reach out to me, let me know, because I am sure I'm not the only one, but 
I thought that it would be important to create an episode about this because it has been very hard for me in the past to get out of that kind of cycle. And so I want to give you guys my tools or the way that I get myself out of that kind of cycle. So one of the things that I did in this instance to help me out of this particular rut was a tool that I know as brain dumping. There are several different ways to do this, right? But one of the ways that you can brain dump is by literally just free flow writing your thoughts and not judging them when they come, but literally just grabbing pen and paper or opening your notes app to a brand new empty note and just writing the thoughts as they come, literally every single thought as it comes, right? So even if you happen to think about lunchboxes in that moment or the sky or there's a squirrel that passes by and you're like, wow, look, that's a squirrel, write it down. Literally, you just free flow writing your thoughts for as long as you need. The reason why that helps is because when your thoughts are floating around in your brain, they are way more overwhelming than when you write them down on paper. And then the other good thing about that is, is that because you could be having the same thought right over and over and over again. And then that thought suddenly becomes super heavy. But if you write that down on paper, you'll see it's just one thought that you just continue to think. The other reason why it's good is because you're able to kind of like concretely see what your thoughts are and it gives you a new perspective, right? So like, let's say you're having some really negative thoughts about your worth or, you know, about what you did that day or even about, let's say your physical appearance. You, you're you looking at yourself in the mirror. You don't like how you feel. You decide to brain dump. You open a new note on your phone and you're like, gosh, you know, I, I've gained so much weight. I don't look great. You know, I, I can't believe the jeans don't fit me anymore, whatever, whatever it is. And you just start to free flow, right? And it, there's something about seeing your thoughts concretely that makes you just look at them and think, wow, I would never talk to a loved one this way. You know, like I like to do that. I like to pretend like I'm writing a letter once I've finished brain dumping. I like to look at it and read it and pretend like, I just wrote a letter to my best friend and think, would I ever actually say these things to her? Absolutely not. I would never say those things to her and I would never even think those things about her. So why is it that it's so easy for me to go on this tangent about myself, but it's harder for me to be cruel or that rude or that mean to somebody that I genuinely love and care about? I should be loving myself in the same way, if not even more. So that's why brain dumping really, really works. And then the other reason why it's great is because once you are able to see your negative thoughts concretely, there is something so powerful about taking those thoughts and completely changing them around on paper, right? So like I said, something powerful about visualizing your thoughts the same way as something powerful about writing affirmations or writing the truth to combat those negative thoughts. So let's say your negative thought is, I have so much belly fat, I will never be one of those girls with a six pack and I can't believe I have to buy a new pair of jeans. Something that you could do to offset that emotion is to write down right under it. I have gained more belly fat than I had 10 years ago because I am now a woman who has given birth to a beautiful child whom I love and I am capable of taking the steps necessary to tone the belly fat down. However, that's not a priority for me at this time. And something about reading that 
and seeing, wow, this is the truth. Like, this is really it. Yeah, I may not be happy with how I look right now, but that's not even the most interesting thing about me. And the way that I had pent up that thought in my brain to make myself feel like that was the end all be all. And now I have this truth in front of me that I I can see that I've just been lying to myself this whole time. It's a crazy, crazy, crazy goal, this this tool, guys. I, I can't stress this enough. The other thing that I like doing is gratitude practice. That is honestly my number one countermeasure, and I don't think I do it enough. I mean, I do it every morning, but there really are so many ways that you can use gratitude in your everyday life, in your everyday tasks and chores and to-do list to help combat the negative thoughts or, you know, like the the thoughts that make you want to go like, oh, I don't want to do this right now or make you not motivated to do something. So for example, I, while I was in this rut, had the laundry piled up and that was part of the, you know, clutter that was stressing me out, that was making me feel bad about myself, right? And so I have to do the laundry. No one else is going to do it if I don't do it. My husband is not going to do it because that's not you know, one of the chores that we've agreed that he would do. And he's really bad at folding, to be completely honest with you. So he's not going to do it. The dog isn't going to do it. I have to do the laundry. So how did I get myself to do the laundry that day? I changed the narrative, right? I had written down in my brain dump that I hated doing laundry, that I hated folding, that I hated having to keep up with it, that it was something that took so much time out of my day and that I felt like I would much rather be watching TV or doing something fun than to be doing laundry. I had seen that I had written that down in my brain dump and then I combated it right underneath with an affirming truth, something that made me realize, you know, I've been telling myself this lie in my brain or not even a lie, but you know, nobody likes doing laundry, guys, but it doesn't have to be the narrative that you tell yourself, right? And so I had written down right under it, I am so grateful that I have clothes to fold that I have clothes that I can care for, that I can wash and dry and care for and fold in a way that when I open my drawers, I see beautifully neatly folded clothes, like if they're in a mall and I get to pick out what I'm going to wear that day. It's not always going to be the same thing because I have a plethora of options to choose from. And just like that, you know, the gratitude, I mean, it's not to say that suddenly I'm like, a big laundry fiend and I love doing it all the time. No, actually the rut that I'm in right now is again because of the laundry. I have a I have a problem. But at least it made it just easier to get through doing those loads because I don't know if you've noticed this, but it is impossible to be angry <laughs> and not motivated to keep up with your life when you are grateful with your life. Like the two cannot go hand in hand. Like they cannot coexist. You cannot be angry and hateful and grateful at the same time. Like you cannot you cannot say simultaneously, I hate the laundry and also say, I am so grateful that I have so many clothes that I get to choose from and care for every single day. Like they just, the two are oxymorons, like they can't exist together. And so that's why gratitude practice is my number one countermeasure for when I'm having these negative thoughts and these negative feedback loops. So yeah, that is just a couple of ways to combat your negative thought process if you ever find yourself in a rut. I think it's really important to do mindset work on a daily basis. That's why I journal every single day because when you write things down in a journal, 
or do some kind of meditation practice or reflective work every single day, you're able to catch the thoughts as they come rather than be overwhelmed by them for a lengthy period of time and then realize, oh no, you know, I'm in a rut or oh no, I've been I've been having a really bad week. I've been having a really bad month, right? If you can catch them as soon as they start coming, that's gonna make it that much easier and that much quicker to combat them and get out of that that mindset. And some people might say that they might consider, you know, the gratitude practice or or the affirmations like a toxic positivity. I don't necessarily agree with that because I think toxic positivity is, you know, not letting yourself feel sadness or anger or doubt or shame at all. And it's just constantly, it's like the idea that no matter what's happening in your life, you should always be happy and always have a positive mindset about that. And I don't agree with that. I think with brain dumping, you are allowing yourself to feel the feelings and you're allowing yourself to sit there and sit with them while you read them and then realize that you don't have to continue feeling them anymore. You can feel them in the moment and then you can move on from them. I would suggest doing some mindset work on a daily basis, not necessarily brain dumping every single day. I usually leave that for when I'm really overwhelmed or really anxious about something or I've had the same thought for like a week straight. I will just go ahead and dump the shit of that thought out (laughs) onto a piece of paper until I literally have no more thoughts left to write so that I can kind of see where the thought is stemming from and rip it from the root. But I do think it's important to do some kind of mindset work on a daily basis because like I've mentioned before, nothing is possible without a healthy mindset. I mean, absolutely nothing. You cannot expect to achieve your goals, to take care of yourself, to take care of your family, to love yourself, to love others, to love strangers on the street, to be kind to people. You cannot expect to do any of those things without a healthy mindset. So Yeah, I hope that this episode was helpful to you. I hope that if you've experienced this and you didn't really know what to do to help yourself out of it, that I gave you some helpful tips to get through your next rut. And if you have an affirmation or any limiting beliefs that you have recently written down and come up with some truths to combat them. I'd love to hear them because I personally love reading and writing down affirmations. I think they are so powerful, especially when you repeat them to yourself multiple times a day. So I would love to hear them. DM them to me on my Instagram or text me if you're my friend or leave me a review and write down the affirmation that you are most proud of coming up with this month. And yeah, I will be back next week and I hope you guys have an awesome rest of your week. Take care. Love you. Bye. Okay. Wow. So you're still here. That's awesome. Thank you so much for sticking around. I hope you liked that episode. If you did, do me a favor and leave me a review wherever you're listening so that I know I'm not talking to myself. I hope you guys have an amazing day, an amazing week, and I will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.